everybody. Good, uh, good day, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you are listening to this podcast, uh, I welcome you and, and thank you for listening. Um, this is your host, Kyle Serlo, and this is going to be a very bite-sized um, podcast episode this week um, for a number of reasons. One, you know, given this is supposed to be the greatest week on the golfing calendar, but instead is filled with a vacuum of nothingness, um, there just there there really just didn't seem to be much of a point in uh, telling you guys that there was minimal golf news uh, to learn about. But there was one little flash of news that took place earlier this week that I just wanted to um, share with all of you guys. Most of you likely already know that the 2020 majors have officially been quote unquote rescheduled um, to later in the year. Um, the biggest piece of news, sadly, is the just flat-out cancellation uh, of the 2020 Open Championship at Royal St. George's. That has now been pushed back uh, to 2021. And really, the effect that's going to have on the Open Championship going forward is that basically every venue is essentially going to get pushed back a year. So where they were supposed to be at Royal St. George's in 2020, uh, and then it was supposed to be played at St. Andrews next year in 2021, where each of those tournaments have now been pushed back, where St. Andrews will be taking place in 2022, and Royal St. George's will be taking place next year, meaning that 2020 is only going to have three major golf championships, maybe. <laughs> and I say maybe because um, as we're recording this podcast, it's supposed to be round one, Thursday of Masters Week. And um, after the commissioners of all the major American sports uh, met with Commander-in-Chief uh, Captain Dipshit uh, earlier this week, it's crazy how... I mean, again, you know, politics aside, uh, that guy must be wildly <laughs> persuasive. Uh, first of all, I mean, to convince half the, the country that he's qualified to be president, I guess that, that goes without saying. Um, but, I mean, within, you know, 24 hours of meeting with Don Trump, the, you know, the golf bodies have rescheduled their tournaments to later in the fall. Major League Baseball started talking about, you know, putting their entire league into a bubble in Scottsdale and somehow finding a way to have them play yeah, play a bunch of baseball games without interacting with any other humans. The the NFL has come out and said they're planning, you know, still you know, planning on playing games with crowds in the fall. And, you know, I'm not going to lie to you, everybody. I, I know just as little as all of you, unless, of course, you are a medical professional, then I don't know as much as you. Um, at this point, it just seems like... <laughs> You could tell me anything of what's going to happen, you know, what life is going to be like in the fall. And I would have a pretty decent reason to think that you were being honest with me because I just I, I don't know. None of us have any fucking idea um, what this pandemic holds in terms of our ability to congregate, um, be in the company of other people, watching sports. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm, I'm not convinced that watching sports on TV with zero crowd is going to be as satisfying as many people think it is. I mean, granted, would I like to have sports on TV with no crowds as opposed to no sports at all? Absolutely. Um, for me, you know, I, I think I heard uh, Drew McGarry, uh, you know, former, you know, senior writer at Deadspin, uh, talking about this in an interview that I was listening to earlier where he's just kind of like, for me, sports is just the background of my life. You know, like, I, my, my life doesn't necessarily change dramatically without sports. But the soundtrack of my life in terms of kind of what's going on in the background at all times isn't there. And so it's kind of, you know, 
it's it's kind of like I'm going through life without the music right now, and it's and it and it's bumming me out. But I think a big part of that, you know, that soundtrack that you know that is sports is the emotions of the crowd and the sounds you hear of people reacting to certain outcomes, whether it be on the basketball court, the golf course, or whatever it may be. And it's uh, yeah, to to see events play without crowds, I'm not a hundred percent convinced that it's going to be as satisfying as many of us are hoping for. Um, that being said, as we're looking to the golf calendar for later this year, you know, I, I know that they have basically rescheduled, you know, three of the four events. So let, let, let's go through those real quick. Um, let's, let's start local, right? So the first PGA championship that was scheduled to take place in the San Francisco Bay area was going to be next month, May, 2020, um, PGA championship at Harding park. That obviously has been postponed and has now been rescheduled for August 6th through the 9th. All right, so the first half of August, which means that is about four months away from right now. Um, Is it possible that the tournament's going to take place in four months? Sure. Is it possible that that's going to get canceled as well? Absolutely, that's possible. We we have no idea. So I I think the point of me trying to pour a little bit cold water on all this is almost like a personal thing where I'm not trying to get my expectations, you know, I I, I don't want to build myself and all of you, my loyal listeners, with a bunch of false hope because it's entirely possible that none of these majors later in the year take place. So just keep that in mind as as I'm sharing this information with you. So the PGA Championship is going to vacate um, the time, you know, the end of when the Olympics would have been, which is kind of what people had suspected, um, and is now going to be the first major championship of the year. Now, Let's go ahead and assume that all of these, that all three of these major championships do happen. All right, let just a thought exercise. Let, let's pretend they are actually happening. The order of the events that are going to be taking place this fall are the PGA Championship, the U.S. Open, and then the Masters. The PGA Championship August sixth through 9th. The U.S. Open somehow still scheduled to be played in the New York tri-state area, which uh, my um. My, my thoughts are with everybody in the, in, in the New York tri-state area right now. It's just uh, it's, it's still looking ugly, and I, I just hope the best for everybody over there. Uh, that's supposed to be now taking place at the middle to end of September, September 17th through the 20th. And then the capstone, um, a month and a half later, or almost two months later, is going to be the Masters Tournament at Augusta National, November 12th through the 15th, uh, what my notes are saying right here. Um Again, assuming they all take place, the order of the PGA Championship first, then the U.S. Open, and then having the Masters be the capstone on the year, I don't know about you, but that sounds really fucking awesome to me. Like, the PGA Championship being the redheaded stepchild of golf's four majors, I feel like the boost of having it be the first major of the year is going to make it probably one of the more memorable and better PGA Championships because... It will benefit from the buildup um, that the world of golf is going to have jonesing for that first major championship of the season. And so I think, assuming these happen, this PGA Championship at Harding Park has the potential to be one of the most memorable and fun PGA Championships we've enjoyed in a long, long time. And then obviously using the momentum into the U.S. Open would be phenomenal. And then to basically have the Masters Tournament be what... You know, the FedEx Cup has been trying to tell us that the the Tour Championship is for our lifetimes and have the Masters Tournament be the actual pinnacle and, you know, the final boss, if you will, 
um, in in the game that is going to be the 2020 golf season. It would just be incredible. It would be, be so awesome. And again, right as I said that, I got to hit the brakes a little bit and just remind myself and all of you that this is all. None of this is guaranteed, everybody. I, I I wish I really wish I could tell you that it was, but I don't know. They might be played with crowds. It seems more likely than not that they'll be played without crowds. Um, and it's just uh, oof. it's weird, man. It's really weird. I I know that as of right now, the Ryder Cup is scheduled to be taking place at its same time and its same place at Whistling Straits in the fall. Um, captain of the European team, Padraig Harrington, has already come out and said this is just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> that golf is still focused on you know putting its product out there and trying to get it in date, which I I don't fault either way. I I, I agree with Padraig Harrington that it seems crazy silly um, to be scheduling this stuff right now with there there being so much uncertainty still out there. But I also sympathize with the tournament organizers and these people being like, well, I mean, listen, if if something is okay. And it is okay to play golf by then. I mean, it seems unlikely, but if it is, we'd be doing ourselves, our fans, and our employees, and the people and the players a complete disservice if we weren't preparing for that kind of scenario. So I think it's it's tough to really fault anybody um, in all of this. And so <sighs> my emotions are conflicted, uh, confused, and I just I have no idea how to feel about any of this. Everybody, that I think that's basically what i've been trying to communicate to all of you um for the last 10 minutes so you know with that being said um we will see you know as more golf news becomes available um you know that i will be here to communicate and relay that to you um but again it's just uh it's gonna be weird one other than the open championship getting flat out canceled for 2020 which is obviously heartbreaking because for me that is my second favorite tournament of the year after the masters um, on a, on a, in a normal year, I should say, you know, no, normally my, my pecking order in terms of favorite to least favorite PGA championships. And okay. As I say that, let's, let, let's cut that out for a quick second. My favorite to fourth favorite, right? It's kind of like Bannon Dunes, you know, not, you know, this, this is not a plug. Pay, Bannon Dunes is not a paid advertiser, but there's no least favorite course of Bannon Dunes, right? It's just my first favorite, second favorite, third favorite, fourth favorite, and then, you know, they'll be opening up a fifth course this summer, hopefully, which, you know, will mean I'll have a fifth favorite. My first favorite major championship is the Masters, followed by the Open, then the U.S. Open, and then the PGA Championship. Um, so my second favorite tournament of the year, the Open, um, being canceled, it's not the only one. The USGA, despite postponing um, the men's U.S. Open at Winged Foot until September, um, the U.S. Senior Open has been canceled. The U.S. Senior Women's Open has been canceled. And I'm not going to lie, the U.S. Senior Open was set to be played at Newport Country Club uh, out on the West Coast, or excuse me, out on the East Coast um, this year, which is one of the most historic and exclusive private golf clubs in in the entire country. And I was really looking forward to watching a tournament out on that golf course because it's just something I hardly ever get to see as a fan of golf, as a fan of golf course design. I, I it was going to be something really special and really fun to watch, and that has now uh, been taken from us as well. So. Overall, generally, pretty shitty stuff, everybody. Um, I, I, I honestly don't know what else to say. I, I hope all of you guys are well. I hope everybody is staying safe, observing social distancing guidelines, um, and I hope you guys are being responsible. And, uh, you know, and most of all, I hope you guys are staying sane and healthy. Um, it's crazy out there. So 
with that in the rearview mirror, uh, this this episode, you know, as brief as it is, is is coming to a wrap. But I did want to give you guys um, a little heads up, and that I'm going to be coming out with some evergreen content uh, here over the next couple weeks that I'm excited to share with you guys. I might even put out just a little preview on the podcast feed that'll have this last little part in it, just you know, as something on its own. But um, while the pandemic has been happening. I, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have not really been in the mood to just listen to a bunch of, you know, a lot of the news-based podcasts, even though a lot of them are sports, uh, sports news podcasts, they've kind of been covering the virus. And I, I've just been trying to find a way to, you know, listen to podcasts that are more evergreen, that aren't addressing, just as a way to get away from everything that's happening. And the one podcast that I've just, I've gotten really, really into um, in the past, you know, two or three weeks has been, uh, the rewatchables uh, from the Ringer Podcast Network. It's it's one of Bill Simmons's you know uh, podcasts where him and usually you know guys like Sean Fennessy and Chris Ryan go through and they um, you know rewatch a, a movie that they love to you know, you know I, I think it goes in the title movies that they find to be rewatchable all the time. They go back and they basically do what is a sports post game show about the movie. And I've really been enjoying these. And I thought to myself, you know what? I think it'd be fucking great to do some golf uh, sports rewatches and basically kind of bring people back to some of the coolest and sometimes oft forgotten events um, in, in golf history. So um, I am going to be ripping off uh, the rewatchables and Bill Simmons, Bill, I hope uh, you know, you're all right with it. I'm not going to be calling it the rewatchables or anything like that. We're just going to call it the golf sports rewatch. Um, And, I've got some awesome ones in here that I'm really excited. I've already got a couple buddies. We've got a couple tournaments planned out that we're, we're watching and taking notes on over the next few days that we're gonna and we're gonna start releasing these episodes um, beginning next week. Um, some of the ones I'm just to kind of give you guys an idea. I have uh, a really awesome you know Masters tournament that I'm gonna be covering. I believe with Boat. Um, there's a couple unbelievable shell wonderful worlds of golf from way back when that we're gonna be covering and. Uh, as it's happening, I will try to let everybody know which events they are um, before we release the podcast so you guys will have a chance to be able to go and watch them yourselves on YouTube. And then if you want to tune in for our kind of like post-game show about that uh, that golf event, you'll be able to do so. I'm not sure if the format's going to work all that well. I know for someone like me who doesn't much like um, doing a lot of editing um, for these podcasts, I kind of just like to hit record. And then hit the stop button and, and push it out to you guys. That will not be the case for these episodes. These will require a pretty chunky amount of uh, editing. But lucky for all of you, I uh, I have a lot of time at home right now. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm hoping I can put that to good use. Um, yeah, like I said, next week is either going to be um, the 95 Masters, Ben Crenshaw winning the 1995 Masters. Or uh, I also have a Shell Wonderful World of Golf episode that I'm hoping to put out with my friend Andy. Um, which should be a really, really good time. So everybody, please be on the lookout for those. I'm really excited to start recording those here in the next couple of days and get those pushed out. And uh, anytime there is golf news, you know, relevant golf news taking place, uh, me and Jess will be here for you guys to discuss it and, uh, and share it with you. So with that all being said, everybody, thank you so much for listening. I, I really hope you guys are able to stay safe, stay healthy. I wish nothing but good health to you, your families, your coworkers, um, and everybody out there that you hold near and dear to your heart. Um, we're, you know, if we are responsible and, uh, and, and we keep a positive attitude, we will come out of this thing, um, better than ever. So, um, 
with that, I bid you all adieu. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week, a wonderful weekend, uh, and I will be back soon, either with a sports rewatch or another episode of the podcast. So until then, adios, my friends. Thank you.